You are listening to Section 8, Fables 141 through 160 of 300 Aesop's Fables, translated by George Filer Townsend. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. 141. The Lion, the Bear, and the Fox. A lion and a bear seized a kid at the same moment, and fought fiercely for its possession. When they had fearfully lacerated each other, and were faint from the long combat, they lay down exhausted with fatigue. A fox, who had gone round them at a distance several times, saw them both stretched on the ground, with the kid lying untouched in the middle. He ran in between them, and, seizing the kid, scampered off as fast as he could. The lion and the bear saw him, and not being able to get up, said, Woe to us, that we should have fought and belabored ourselves, only to serve the turn of a fox. It sometimes happens that one man has all the toil, and another all the profit. 142. The Doe and the Lion A doe, hard-pressed by hunters, sought refuge in a cave belonging to a lion. The lion concealed himself on seeing her approach. But when she was safe within the cave, sprang upon her and tore her to pieces. Woe is me, exclaimed the doe, who have escaped from man only to throw myself into the mouth of a wild beast. In avoiding one evil, care must be taken not to fall into another. 143. The Farmer and the Fox A farmer, who bore a grudge against a fox for robbing his poultry-yard, caught him at last, and, being determined to take an ample revenge, tied some rope, well soaked in oil, to his tail, and set it on fire. The fox, by a strange fatality, rushed to the fields of the farmer who had captured him. It was the time of the wheat harvest, but the farmer reaped nothing that year, and returned home, grieving sorely. 144. The Seagull and the Kite A seagull, having bolted down too large a fish, burst its deep gullet and lay down on the shore to die. A kite saw him and exclaimed you richly deserve your fate for a bird of the air has no business to seek its food from the sea every man should be content to mind his own business one forty five the philosopher the ants and mercury a philosopher witnessed from the shore the shipwreck of a vessel, of which the crew and passengers were all drowned. He inveighed against the injustice of providence, 
which would, for the sake of one criminal, perchance sailing in the ship, allow so many innocent persons to perish. As he was indulging in these reflections, he found himself surrounded by a whole army of ants, near whose nest he was standing. One of them climbed up and stung him, and he immediately trampled them all to death with his foot. Mercury presented himself, and, striking the philosopher with his wand, said, And are you indeed to make yourself a judge of the dealings of providence, who hast thyself, in a similar manner, treated these poor ants? 146. The Mouse and the Bull A bull was bitten by a mouse, and, angered by the wound, tried to capture him. But the mouse reached his hole in safety. Though the bull dug into the walls with his horns, he tired before he could rout out the mouse, and, crouching down, went to sleep outside the hole. The mouse peeped out, crept fervently up to his flank, and again, biting him, retreated to his hole. The bull, rising up, and not knowing what to do, was sadly perplexed, at which the mouse said, The great do not always prevail. There are times when the small and lowly are the strongest to do mischief. 147. The Lion and the Hare A lion came across a hare, who was fast asleep. He was just in the act of seizing her, when a fine young heart trotted by and he left the hare to follow him. The hare, scared by the noise, awoke and scudded away. The lion was unable, after a long chase, to catch the heart and returned to feed upon the hare. On finding that the hare had also run off, he said, I am rightly served for having let go of the food that I had in my hand the chance of obtaining more. 148. The Peasant and the Eagle A peasant found an eagle captured in a trap, and, much admiring the bird, set him free. The eagle did not prove ungrateful to his deliverer, for seeing the peasant sitting under a wall which was not safe. He flew toward him, and with his talons, snatched a bundle from his head. When the peasant rose in pursuit, the eagle let the bundle fall again. Taking it up, the man returned to the same place to find that the wall under which he had been standing had fallen to pieces, and he marveled at the service rendered him by the eagle. 149. The Image of Mercury and the Carpenter A very poor man, a carpenter by trade, had a wooden image of Mercury, before which he had made offerings day by day, and begged the idol to make him rich, 
but in spite of his entreaties he became poorer and poorer. At last, being very angry, he took his image down from its pedestal and dashed it against the wall. When its head was knocked off, out came a stream of gold, which the carpenter quickly picked up and said, Well, I think thou art altogether contradictory and unreasonable. For when I paid your honor, I reaped no benefits. But now that I maltreat you, I'm loaded with an abundance of riches. 150. The Bull and the Goat A bull, escaping from a lion, hid in a cave, which some shepherds had recently occupied. As soon as he entered, a he-goat left in the cave sharply attacked him with his horns. The bull quietly addressed him, But away as much as you will, I have no fear of you. But of the lion, let that monster go away, and I will soon let you know what is the respective strength of a goat and a bull. It shows an evil disposition to take advantage of a friend in distress. 151. The Dancing Monkeys a prince had some monkeys trained to dance. Being naturally great mimics of men's actions, they showed themselves most apt pupils, and when arrayed in their rich clothes and masks, they danced as well as any of the courtiers. The spectacle was often repeated with great applause, till on one occasion, a courtier bent on mischief took from his pocket a handful of nuts and threw them on the stage. The monkeys, at the sight of the nuts, forgot their dancing and became, as indeed they were, monkeys instead of actors. Pulling off their masks and tearing their robes, they fought with one another for the nuts. The dancing spectacle thus came to an end amidst the laughter and ridicule of the audience. 152. The Fox and the Leopard The fox and the leopard disputed which was the more beautiful of the two. The leopard exhibited one by one the various spots which decorated his skin. But the fox, interrupting him, said, And how much more beautiful than you am I, who am decorated, not in body, but in mind. 153. The Monkeys and Their Mother The monkey, it is said, has two young ones at each birth. The mother fondles one and nurtures it with the greatest affection and care, but hates and neglects the other. It happened once that the young one which was caressed and loved was smothered by the too great affection of the mother, while the despised one was nurtured and reared in spite of the neglect to which it was exposed. Best intentions will not always ensure success. 154. The Oaks and Jupiter. The oaks presented a complaint to Jupiter, saying, 
we bear for no purpose the burden of life as of all the trees that grow we are the most continually in peril of the axe jupiter made answer you have only to thank yourselves for the misfortunes to which you are exposed for if you did not make such excellent pillars and posts and prove yourselves so serviceable to the carpenters and the farmers the axe would not so frequently be laid to your roots 155 the hare and the hound a hound started a hare from his lair but after a long run gave up the chase a goat-herd seeing him stop mocked him saying the little one is the best runner of the two the hound replied you do not see the difference between us i was only running for a dinner but he for his life 156 the traveler and fortune a traveler wearied from his long journey lay down overcome with fatigue on the very brink of a deep well just as he was about to fall into the water dame fortune it is said appeared to him and waking him from a slumber thus addressed him good sir pray wake up for if you fall into the well the blame will be thrown on me and i shall get an ill name among mortals for i find that men are sure to impute their calamities to me however much by their own folly they have really brought them on themselves every one is more or less master of his own fate one hundred fifty seven the bald knight a bald knight who wore a wig went out to hunt a sudden puff of wind blew off his hat and wig and which a loud laugh rang forth from his companions he pulled up his horse and with great glee joined in the joke by saying what a marvel it is that hairs which are not mine should fly from me when they have forsaken even the man on whose head they grow 158. The Shepherd and the Dog A shepherd, penning his sheep in the fold for the night, was about to shut up a wolf with them, when his dog, perceiving the wolf, said, Master, how can you expect the sheep to be safe if you admit a wolf into the fold? 159. The Lamp a lamp soaked with too much oil and flaring brightly boasted that it gave more light than the sun then a sudden puff of wind arose and the lamp was immediately extinguished its owner lit it again and said boast no more but henceforth be content to give thy light in silence know that not even the stars need to be relit one hundred sixty the lion the fox and the ass the lion the fox and the ass entered into an argument to assist each other in the chase having secured a large booty the lion 
on their return from the forest, asked the ass to allot his due portion to each of the three partners in the treaty. The ass divided spoil into three equal shares, and modestly requested the two officers to make the first choice. The lion, bursting out into a great rage, devoured the ass. Then he requested the fox to do him the favor to make a division. The fox accumulated all they had killed into one large heap, and left to himself the smallest possible morsel. The lion said, Who has taught you, my very excellent fellow, the art of division? You are perfect to a fraction. He replied, I learned it from the ass by witnessing his fate. Happy is the man who learns from the misfortunes of others. End of section 8